You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked On Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Monday, September 20th, 2021. This year is absolutely flying by. Before I get any further, got to tell you all to take a listen to Locked On MLB. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please just call him Sully every day. On Lockdown MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Lockdown MLB Network's team of local experts. So subscribe to Lockdown MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we got a weekend, a weekend recap against the Tampa Bay Rays to go over. Uh, in a series, we would split and go two and two, but this weekend we would uh, we would go two and one, and we already talked about. Thursday's game on Friday, uh, so so yeah, a nice little nice little weekend. Winning two of three against uh, the Rays, who have one of the best records in all of baseball. Ninety-two wins puts them at the third best record in baseball and the best record in the American League. Right, Giants one, Dodgers two, Rays three, Brewers. Four, who uh, we also just swept in a two-game series before this. So, hey man, this this team, it, it's really impressive what this team is doing. We'll talk about it a little bit at the end, but it's it's wildly impressive what this team continues to do. But for now, we're going to go over uh, each game. Going to go over the uh, the Friday game first, as we always do on Monday shows. Uh, recording this, Lions play on Monday night. So uh, while I am recording this during the uh, the football slate, right after Sunday's Tigers game, uh, no uh, no 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 Lions update uh, yet. But yeah, that that Aaron Rodgers game, whoo man, I can't. Oh, I the Packers, man, I hate the Packers. All right, let's get into this game. Four to seven final. Uh, this series was in Tampa. Four to seven final for your. Uh, Detroit Tigers dropping this one. This game was going pretty well until it wasn't, I guess, is like how I want to do it. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know if that's like the right way to do it, but, um, the, uh, yeah, well, it was good. And it was good until it wasn't. So the, uh, man. Okay, let, let's stop just like sighing of disappointment and just talk. Okay, so let's start with the offense. Uh, the offense got off to a really hot start in the first three innings, was wildly impressive, really, really good at bats, really, really good all around, uh, like competitive at bats, working counts really well, um, making Patino work, really, really solid. I, I really, really liked the first three innings. And then the second three innings for their starter for Patino was absolute cruise control. There was no tough at bats. There was no, it, he, he mowed us down. And I don't know if that's like, he saw that we were being passive. So he just attacked more. Like that was certainly part of it, especially in the fourth inning specifically, but a, as a whole, I mean, I mean, we, it just got completely flipped on its head. Honestly. I mean, I mean, this really went from like, a. <laughs> 
like a, a really, really solid offensive performance to getting absolutely dominated in the span of a half an inning. That changed. Um, so first three innings, we score all four of our runs, and then we would get shut out the rest of the game. This game would also go 10 innings. Uh, head comes in after that dominates us Nick Anderson dominates us Robertson dominates us Ketridge dominates us this raised bullpen is also unfreaking believable an, an unbelievable raised bullpen probably the best bullpen in baseball it's in the conversation for sure the Brewers are in that convo there, there's if you're t- if you were to start an argument about who the best bullpen in baseball would be you would have to argue that someone was better than the Rays I'll put it that way um, really, really great bullpen. And yeah, man, like Patino, like I said, the first three innings, we were, we were fine. Really competitive at bats. Uh, great start to the game. Akil Badu leads off the game with a home run, like, like really, really solid. Uh, and then just, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, like I said, the, the pitching strategy changed a little bit. He certainly got more aggressive because we were being very passive, which I like. But, I mean, just a a complete flip of the script in in the middle of the game. Really, really kind of frustrating stuff. Uh, Badu only hit on the day. He went go 1 for 5. Would be that leadoff homer. Scopey goes 0 for 5. The OPS is now 743, um, which is still... Fine. It's it's not a, it's not a horrible OPS by any stretch, um, but but certainly not not where you want it to be after extending him. I guess. I mean, we got him for a bargain and a half, so like it, it's fine. And his versatility is great, and you know he's a good defender at second, and that's where he'll play next year, especially when Torque is up. So. Like it, it, it's not a, it's not a matter of oh, like look how stupid we are for extending him. Like it's still a, a objectively a great deal um, for for the Tigers, but definitely a little bit frustrating that he's struggled so much since signing the extension. Really, uh, Robbie Grossman 0 for three with a walk as he does. Miguel Cabrera two hits, trying to get trying to inch closer to that uh to that three K baby. Jamer. With, uh, with a nice hit, Harold Castro, actually three great at-bats, honestly. I thought Harold played a heck of a game uh, offensively at, at the plate on Friday. Eric Haas with a hit, Nico Goodrum with a double, and Victor Reyes goes 0 for 4 uh, with a sacrifice. So, again, really solid first three innings, absolute domination the last seven. Even even the tenth, not, not really competitive. Pitching-wise, Casey Mize would start this game, but as we know, he is on a very strict innings limit. So, three innings, three hits, one run, one walk, three strikeouts. This was the best splitter I have seen from Casey Mize in absolute ages. In, in, a, in a very, very long time. Uh, and, and that's... He's been using it a lot less... Um, I guess this season as a whole, really, he started off using it a lot at the beginning of the year and used it a lot when he first came up last year. But um, he, he's he's been using uh, the, the splitter the last two starts specifically a lot more, and it was incredible Friday. Very good stuff. Very good location. This was the splitter 
that we were talked about so much when he was coming through the system and on draft night. This was the splitter that was advertised. This was what we, we heard about. And we, we got to see it on full display Friday, even though it was only three innings. Very, very good splitter from him. Derek Holland would come in, almost two innings, no runs. Uh, again, Derek Holland's been pretty solid since the All-Star break. Drew Hutchinson, three walks, but doesn't give up any runs. I guess we'll take it. Alex Lang with a super, super efficient, really solid inning. Fastball-curveball combo is lethal with him. Funkhouse with a clean inning, really, really efficient from him as well. Gregory Soto would then go out there uh, and give up a, a he had a really really rough ninth give up the three runs would not record an out Michael Fulmer would then come in and and look Soto he did have the like the ball hit him and the the it was it was a really weird inning but he definitely has some I mean there was a walk he has some serious command issues that he's gonna have to work on this offseason Michael Fulmer with a clean inning and then I don't know I mean, I guess we had already gone through like two-thirds of our bullpen or something ridiculous, but uh, Brian Garcia then gets the gets the final inning, and Brian Garcia is not good. So uh, Brandon Phillips. Brandon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Brandon Phillips. Notable uh, Tampa Bay Rays player Brandon Phillips. My, my brain is soup. Brett Phillips uh, would, would hit the, the home run, and everybody loved it, and it was all over social media, and we had to watch it a million times. And, and I love Brett Phillips. I really do. He's one, of my, he's one of everybody's favorite players, but it's never fun when he does it off your team. All right, let's get into the two wins, shall we? That, uh, that'll, be a lot more, that'll be a lot more enjoyable. First, though, got to talk to everybody about our friends over at DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all their entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy a device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contracts. So get rid of the clutter, get rid of the confusion, get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. It's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies based on package. Also got to talk to everybody about our new friends over at GetUpside. Hello, Tigers fans. This is Scott Bentley, as you know, with an incredible app who buys, who everyone who buys gas needs to know about get upside my listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up just download the free get upside app at the app store or google play right now use promo code baseball promo code baseball and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up it's up to 50 cents cash back don't pay full price at price at the pump anymore Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code BASEBALL to get the 50-cent gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two and $300 a month in cash back, and there's zero catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out at any time to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card even, Amazon, other brands, whatever you want to put the money to, you can. So download the free GetUpside app. 
Use promo code BASEBALL to get a 50% gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code BASEBALL at GetUpside. All right, everybody. We are back here for segment two over at Locked on Tigers. Let's get into this win. A 4-3 to three victory over the Tampa Bay Rays on Saturday. Uh, this would move us to 71-78. and 78. Another game... Frustratingly enough, uh, where the first two or three innings, the offense was great, and we got off to a night early, nice early start, and then uh, it wasn't there for the remainder of the game. So, yeah, and this game was Yarborough uh, going for the Rays. First three innings, jumped all over them. Got off to a, a really, really solid start. We scored all four of our runs in the first two innings. Um, yet, like, like really good at-bats, working the count. If, if he was attacking early, we were swinging early, taking advantage of it. All four runs in those first two innings, almost all the hits in the first two innings. And then the last four innings, he, he shoved and, and shut us up, and we didn't do anything the rest of the game. And then, again... You just hand it over to this insane raised bullpen where everybody has a sub 2-2 ERA, and it's just over. And that's that's just sadly, that's just how it is. Uh, so, I, like, I, I could understand if, like, it's just that these starters are going six. The starters are going six innings, and, and we're only taking advantage of the first two or three. You know? That's, I think that's the most frustrating part. Uh Offensive performances, Badu, two for four, always beautiful. Scopey with a knock and a walk. That's a few walks for Scopey in the last week. you got to respect it. Robbie Grossman, 0 for. Miguel Cabrera, 0 for. Jamer would go one for three with a three-run bomb. Uh, beautiful. It was, it was a shot, too, man. It was an absolute shot there in the first inning. Nico Goodrum, 0 for. Garneau. Dustin Garneau with another homer. And uh, if you watch Sunday's game and segment three, get don't don't get tired of me saying that quite yet. Because Garneau, his OPS is over a thousand. I'll put it that way. His OPS is over a thousand. Uh, with a solo shot here. Willie Castro over 612 OPS. Derek Hill would go over. Um Still, at the time of this recording, do not have like a full breakdown of like exact diagnosis and injury time and all that. Uh, but a really, really ugly play, unfortunately, um, from Derek Hill. Really, 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 just the dude can't catch a break, man. It's so sad. He he's this he's this uber athlete that is is such a threat on uh, on using his athleticism. Right, and and that's what makes him so good, and 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 why he you know was a first round pick, and why people have held on to this belief that he could be a plus player because of just how insanely good of an pure athlete he is, so fast, so strong, so agile, and uh, and he just keeps getting hurt, and they're not. It's not like faults of his. It's not like it's not like he's not you know, taking training seriously or like is lazy or, or anything like that. Like it's, it's literally just like freak plays that keep happening time and time again. 
The one where he ran into center field. That's just him being too aggressive. He caught the ball. And now this one, he's trying to beat out a bunt. Gets hit in the head with a glove and, and then like hyperextends his leg and then lands on his head and just really, really tough breaks over and over. Had to get carted off on this one. And, uh, definitely not a not a fantastic sign by any stretch. So hopefully he is okay and uh, hopefully he can he can recover and it's just a, a maybe an aggressive bonk on the head and and like a I don't know I, I don't want to like speculate injuries but I'm hoping it's just like a, a light hyper extension and a and he just got shaken up because he landed on his head a little bit and he, he can he can be okay but uh, with this close to the end of the season as is. Thankfully, he will not have to like rush back and 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 any or anything like that. If he's hurt, he can just take the rest of the offseason and, and come back healthy next spring. So, wishing nothing but the best for Derek Hill. Obviously, uh, he would go over, and then Victor Race would come in uh, to replace him, and, and he would go over as well. All right, pitching. So we're gonna start with hmm. <laughs> Let's start with Jose Urania. Okay, Jose Urania comes in. Um, it is he would go. He would get the win. He'd go three and a third, two hits, one run, two walks, four Ks. Um, I the the quick hook. I really agreed with. It was already kind of shaky that he was going out there uh, for to start his fourth inning of work as is. Got one out. Uh, and then and then got the hook and Alex Lang came in. So so I really agree with that decision. But Jose Urania continues to kind of flourish in this piggyback role, in this role of you're not a starter, but if any of our people on innings limits, which is pretty much the entire rotation at this point outside of Willie Peralta, uh, starts, you're going to be the first person off the bench and you're going to have the responsibility of, of taking us into the sixth or seventh inning. And he's been really solid at that role, and, and that's that's awesome. That's very needed, especially when you want to keep these strict innings limits or, or pitch count limits on these kids as, as much as you do. Uh, really, really good stuff from Jose Urania. Very, very happy with, uh, with how he's done in that role. Lang came in uh, clean, eight pitches, good, good fastball, curveball. That, that combo's lethal, man. He's got a heck of a spin rate on that curve. Funkhauser would come in. Didn't look great, but kind of got blooped around too. Didn't give up any runs. We'll take it. Michael Fulmer would then get the uh, would then shut out the final inning and get us the win. Uh, okay, so Scooby, three innings, three hits, two runs, no walks, two Ks. He was attacking people, and I love this, especially when you know you're only going to go three innings and go through the lineup like one one and a half times. I love just being uber aggressive. You're only going to go three. You're not going to give up 19 runs. You're not going to be in a game long enough to be able to get like rocked, rocked. You might as well just attack the hell out of people and see how far, uh, how far coach will let you go, you know. And that's what he did. And he did get hit around a little bit. And the thing all year with him has been he's given up a lot of hard contact, but. But no walks in the three innings was really just going after people, challenging people. Still got two strikeouts. Um, it, it's not a pretty final line. I'm not going to pretend like it is. But um, I'm I'm gonna 
I really like this as a, a as a development point and as a way for him to to continue to grow. Just go out there for a start and just only throw balls in the strike zone and see what happens. And then that's what he did. So I, I was I was very fine with it. Very very pleased. Uh, and that would be a four to three victory for your Detroit Tigers. And then we have yesterday we got Sunday's shutout victory over the Rays. First though. Got to talk to everybody about our best friends over at Bill Bar. Nine delicious flavors, coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor, you know it's the orange. I've been telling you guys about it for weeks now. Cookies and cream, still a very, very solid second choice for me though. Not have, Haven't ditched my, uh, my, my, my cookies and cream enthusiast, okay? You can also get the mixed box, which is what I get. You just buy it. It's a, it's a nice little fun game. It's roulette, right? You just pick and, and see what flavor you get. None of the flavors are bad. And then after you finish that, you know which flavors you want to order. And next time, you can just pick specifically the flavors you want. It's beautiful. And the thing about Bill Bars, they're great tasting. But as you guys know, they're also so good for you. 17 and 18 grams of protein. Calories from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. So order today, get that mint brownie, get that strawberry, get that German chocolate, mixed box, whatever you like. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that crazy? One step closer to being an Olympian. Damn right. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off of your Order promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, everybody. We are back for our final segment of Locked on Tigers. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. Recapping, uh, recapping some wins. A series split with the Rays. This game, this game, this game. Willie Peralta. Seven innings. Three hits, no runs, three walks, three Ks. Will he per 100 pitches? His ERA is 3. Point, he almost has a sub-3 ERA. A 3.04 ERA after this game. Willie Peralta's the man. And no, I, I'm not going to like advocate for him to be like in the starting rotation going into next season. Right? Or, or anything like that. But... I'll be damned if he hasn't earned a, a, a nice little one-year contract with somebody this offseason. I, I doubt it'll be with us. I'm going to assume he's, he's going to want to go somewhere where, where he can start more or get paid a little bit more money or whatnot, but he's earned it, man. What a fantastic season, and what a great Alavila signing. I, I, don't, I don't give too much props to Alavila. You guys will figure out my opinion of Alavila way more in the offseason because you guys haven't, haven't uh, well, uh, some of you, if, you've, if you are friends with me or have followed me on Twitter for a minute, know my, uh, my opinions of Al. But uh, if, if you just started kind of following me when I took over as host of this show, we haven't had too many big discussions yet about my, uh, my opinion of our, our, our general manager. Um, and, and this offseason, you will certainly here and uh, and figure out my opinions very quickly on, uh, on that man. Uh, and, and I don't give credit to him too terribly much, but he certainly deserves it with Willie Peralta. He certainly does. It's a great signing. 
This is a, an unbelievable value play. He's given up, given us so much more than anyone thought. No one even had him pitching in the majors this year, and he's ended up being one of our best pitchers out of nowhere. So uh, big, big props to, to Willie Peralta. Big ups. Derek Holland would come in. Another shutout performance from him. Foley would come in and would pretty much forget how to throw strikes, and Foley is in the same camp as Lang, same camp as Soto, uh, all of those guys who have really good stuff and just absolutely no command. It's a very popular thing with relievers because they tend to be failed starters. So if he can if he can get some sort of command, which I, again, I've said about Lang and I've said about Soto and, and plenty of other people, I'm sure. If he can get some sort of consistent command going, uh, he could be a really solid bullpen piece. But uh, not all of these guys will, certainly. That's not how baseball works. So it's a, it's a matter of development. We'll see which one's turn out and which one's dope. Kyle Funkhauser would then get his first save of the season. One inning, one hit, and uh, no runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Very, very solid. Very efficient from Funk. Funky was attacking. I think he only missed the zone twice the entire inning. He had a, a really, really, uh, really, really solid performance and, and really attacking people, going after people. The offense, only two runs. Uh, and they were both solo homers. It was honestly not a very good performance from the offense. Uh, three walks and six hits. I mean, nine base runners, not bad. Two of them solo shots. So, um, so seven base runners did not really threaten to score too terribly much, except maybe in the was it the eighth or the ninth. Um, but yeah, like both runs coming on solo homers is not a great production, uh, offensively productive day. Uh, but when the pitching is on point and Willie Peralta is a, a, a Cy Young candidate, that's uh, <laughs> all you need, baby. So yeah, and this whole and the Rays are have a phenomenal system and a phenomenal pitching staff. So I'm not trying to make it sound like. This is like uber disappointing or something. Like this roster probably shouldn't. This lineup probably shouldn't be putting up a ton of runs against the Rays. The fact that we split a series with them is wildly impressive and a testament to this team and coaching staff this year. And that's what I want to end on. This is, uh, this is remarkable. I don't think people really realize how impressive what the Tigers are doing is. This is not a almost 500 lineup. This is not an almost 500 roster. It's not even close to that, to be honest with you. But this pitching staff is unreal. We have an over 500 records against teams with a 500 or better record. We, we've been comfortably over 500 since since May 8th. If we didn't get off to like the worst April ever, we would be over 500 at the moment. I mean, this is this is remarkable. We were supposed to be nowhere close to this. And now we have a chance. 500 is still within reach. It's going to be tough. We're six games under with like two weeks left in the season. It's, it's, not, going to be a, it's not going to be easy. That's for damn sure. But the fact that going into the last, what, nine, nine, 12 games of the season... And being able to be 500 is uh, is unbelievable. And when, what did we say? What did we say going into this Rays series? What did we end last week's show on? We said if they could split with the Rays, the dream for 500 would be alive and within reach. And sure enough, they split with the Rays. 
two and two in a four game series. So now we have to go nine and three the remainder of the season. We have to go nine and three the remainder of the year to get to five hundred. That's nine and three against. That's three against the White Sox, three against the White Sox, and then six against the Royals and Twins. White Sox, Royals, Twins, White Sox, all three game series. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be far from easy, actually. But it's certainly possible. If we go... If we... We pretty much have to go 6-0 and against the Royals and Twins. We pretty much have to. And then in the six games against the White Sox, yeah, you'd have to go... You'd have to go, you know... You'd have to split... If you could go three and three against the White Sox and then undefeated against the Royals and Twins, there you go, five hundred, boom. It's going to be a heck of an off season. It's going to be a really, really fun off season. This team has been wildly impressive with already a not very good roster, and then on top of that, ridiculous injuries. Willie Peralta and Tyler Alexander starting every fifth day. This team should not be as good as it is. So shout out to the players, the coaching staff, everybody deserves a ton of credit. For real. A ton, a ton, a ton of credit. All right, that'll do it. Uh, Before I send you on your way, I talked to you about locked on bets, betting on the Tigers, baseball, MLB. Doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. Kicking off the week with a dub. Always a, a beauty. And now we head into uh, a, a tough series against the Southsiders, who uh, who are always... And they they admitted, Tony LaRusso admitted, that they were kind of stepping off the gas pedal. And uh, they don't really have their eyes on getting a high seed. They just want to get into the postseason healthy. So this could be some winnable games. They, they might not be throwing out the... The A team every night, but still a damn good team, obviously. So, uh, so it'll be a fun week. Fun week ahead. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope, and I will catch y'all tomorrow. Go Tigers, baby.